everybody. Fantasy Football Yoda Podcast. We're back. Dominique, what's up, man? What's going on, E? I'm excited for these two heavyweight bouts, man. Ding, ding, ding. I'm ready to go, man. Oh, man. I am so ready to go as well. I cannot wait. Steven's with us, too. Steven, what's up? What's up, guys? Hey, what more can you ask for on a beautiful Sunday other than two great football games? Yep, snowing in Green Bay a little bit. Kansas City's going to have the dark gray skies at night under the lights. I can't wait. Let's get right to it, Dom. First game, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Lambeau Field against the Green Bay Packers. Tampa Bay at Green Bay. I'm going to take a little time here, okay? Battle of the Bays, Battle Dom. of the Bays. You're exactly your right. Time. Okay. Um, in... I'm, I'm, I'm kind of talking about the whole day right here, but in the summer, my Super Bowl was Kansas City-Tampa Bay. I tried to hold off last week because we gave our predictions last week. I had Tampa Bay winning. I held off last week, but in the summer, my Super Bowl was Kansas City-Tampa Bay. Let's attack this first one. I'm not choosing Tampa Bay. It just does not feel right. I want to talk about some of the things that we've pointed out, okay? Overall, we've talked about on this show things smelling fishy or just the overall vibe. And it's just too weird to me. Even though I predicted it in the summer, I said, yo, this is a COVID year. COVID year is almost like the perfect year. First year, Tom is out of New England. It's like a perfect year for the Super Bowl hosting team. To play in the Super Bowl. And now I just, I don't feel that way anymore, man. I want to talk about the fact that we, one of the points we've mentioned throughout this playoff series is the more consistent team. We feel more comfortable with picking the more consistent team to win. I think that we all can agree that Green Bay is easily the more consistent team. I mean, their record shows it. The statistics show it for the most part. They've got the MVP quarterback. So we're not, we've knocked two things out. Overall, it just feels more comfortable that this is Aaron Rodgers' first NFC title game at Lambeau Field. Like, this is the first NFC title game at Lambeau Field, if I remember correctly, since that 07 game that we had, that frozen tundra field, Tom Coughlin's face rosy red, Versus Brett Favre, the Giants and the Packers game, all those missed field goals. I believe this is the first time we're going back to the frozen tundra for the NFC Championship. It just feels more comfortable with the home team. I've never really paid too much attention to like the, the warm weather teams playing in cold weather. But I'm doing it this time. I haven't paid attention. I'm, I'm going to gloat a little bit because my Jags go up and beat your Steelers, E, in the postseason. And and both times we've gone up there, they wanted to point out, oh, Jacksonville, they're from Florida. Yep. It didn't even matter. Normally, I don't pay any attention to it. I'm paying attention to it this year. I really am. I just feel like for some reason, I don't have many stats to back it up, but I feel like some people on that Bucks offense might play I'm not going to say play scared or be worried about the weather, but how the weather, the cold weather, doesn't have you play as loose. 
obviously they're already a little banged up going into this game. Maybe we don't see Fournette run as hard because his hamstring isn't as loose as it normally would be. From that standpoint, I'm not talking about the standpoint of, oh, they just they don't want to be out there in the cold. They don't want to catch the ball. They don't want to hit. I'm not talking about that. But I am talking about the fact that, yeah, I don't know if this particular some players on this particular Tampa Bay team are ready to go up there in this kind of weather. I think it might play a little bit of a factor. But then the third key thing we talk about is teams that can run the football. Now, I think Tampa Bay has the edge in that. Obviously, their run defense being number one during the regular season. So if we look at it that way, Green Bay is ahead two to one with the overall vibe being the more consistent team and then losing the rushing game. But I've dug a little deeper to find a key stat or, or, or a key that could something that could be very, very major in this game. Tampa Bay has not been good on third down. They have not. And their last three games their opponents have have been better than 50% on third down. In their last three games, I don't think they've had more than three sacks, maybe even more than that. So they're not getting to the quarterback, and they're not getting off the field on third down. And so that's one of my very key reasons that I'm picking Green Bay to win this one. 30-23, Aaron Rodgers gets to his second Super Bowl. He wins his first home NFC title game. I'm going with the pack, guys. 30 to 23. It's a great take, Dom. Steven, do you have an upset or are you going with Rodgers? I, I do not have an upset, but I love everything, everything you said right there, Neat. And you 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 want to look at Brady's weapons in this one. And, and you just can't get behind that. I mean, there's no A B this week. Uh, exactly what you said, Neek. It's not that they're going to be scared, but do we know if they can hold up with their bodies in that frigid cold? Mike Evans has a history of hamstring. Yep. Uh, Godwin has a history of just nagging injuries. It is going to be brutal out there, and it's almost going to be like survival of the fittest. Right? Yep. One of them is going to draw Jairi Alexander. That's a tough matchup, tough matchup. And then, I mean, if you're looking at the tight ends that Brady has, I love Darnell Savage. I love what he's able to do. Adrian Amos is a very good, very solid football player. I think this Packers secondary, they 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 aren't they aren't uh, elite, but I think they have what it takes to you know take away a lot of what the Tampa Bay wants to do, throw the ball downfield, and so like you said, Dom. I don't know if Tampa Bay players are ready for what they're about to experience in the frozen tundra. I love the Packers in this one. Um, And then you got to look back at the game they had earlier in the season. Tampa Bay really gave it to them. And for a competitor like Aaron Rodgers, that was week six. Compared competitor like Aaron Rodgers, knowing Tampa Bay's in the NFC, they're contenders. You don't think he had it on his mind the rest of the season that – I want, I want those guys. I want those guys again. That was the only time they played in the regular season. I'm sure we're going to see them in the playoffs, and when we do, we're going to be ready. He, he has been keyed in on this game, keyed in on this opponent. I think he's really about to have a, a terrific game, kind of one of those games that defines a legacy, mm. right? I mean, he has one Super Bowl. He has multiple Hail Mary throws, incredible throws. The throw against the Cowboys really possible. 
But this might be a statement game for his legacy going against Tom Brady, the GOAT. Yep. To outmatch him in the frozen tundra and then go one and two to Super Bowl. I I I really think everything is lining up for a big Packers win. Um, you know, Tampa Bay, this has been a great story for them all season. Getting Tom Brady, um, pairing him with a guy like Bruce Arians who likes to throw the ball. Um, started out a little shaky, but really solidified themselves as contenders mid to late in the year. I love what they have going for next year, but this is the Packer time, guys. They're going to have fans in the in the stadium, in Lambeau going crazy. I love the Packers in this one. I got them winning 33-27. to 27. Um, I think it will be a good game, but, you know, this is Aaron, Todd, Aaron Rodgers' time to show that he is the true GOAT. I think arm talent-wise, he's a true GOAT. Tom has him with the accomplishments, but I think Aaron Rodgers really makes a statement in this one. Really good takes, uh, both of the uh, the game predictions you guys gave. I got the upset in this one. Oh, e. Yep, yep, I do. I got it. The Antoine Winfield news uh, kind of makes me a little nervous about it because I, I, th- I think it's a true toss-up game. Uh, Vita Vey is back. I think that's great. So that front seven is going to be amazing. They're going to pressure – Aaron Rodgers, because Billy Turner and and Rick Wagner, the two backup tackles, they've played pretty well, but they haven't faced the front seven like this. L.A. last week was banged up. Aaron Donald was not 100%. They have played really poor competition, like the Jaguars, the Titans. Uh, it's, it's just not great. Like They haven't played great defenses. They play, They did well against the Bears. I'll give them that. But even the Bears' front seven is not like the Bucks' front seven. So they're going to be able to stop the run, and they're going to make the Packers have to throw the ball, which, of course, is going to be good. I got the Packers scoring points. I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers is going to have a bad game like he did against the Bucks in the first meeting. But I think it's going to be able to frustrate him just enough. I don't see the Packers getting to 30. I like them getting to 27. And then for the Buccaneers – the Antonio Brown news, I mean, everybody knows Antonio Brown's my favorite wide receiver. Even even right now, even though he didn't play last year and, you know, he came back to suspension and he doesn't look as fast or as quick, but he's still, I mean, if, if he was like 100% in 2018, he's like 95% still the same AB. Um, that's a big loss. I do admit that. But I like Brayton. I like Gronkowski. I like Scotty Miller coming in. Scotty too. I like the boy Tyler. Yeah, I like Tyler Johnson. He's from Minnesota, so he's not going to be worried about the cold weather. Tommy's not afraid of the cold weather either. He's got all the experience. That offensive line is going to be able to maul the, the Packers' front seven. They're going to be able to run the ball with Leonard and uh, Rojo. So I think they're going to be able to control the game better. I think that's going to be their game plan. Um, I see points in this one. I like 30 to 27. Tommy and the Bucks get back to the Super Bowl. So there it is, fellas. I got the upset in what that one. What was that one. score again? 30 to 27, Bucks. Hey, can I, can I comment on something real quick? Please do. Yes. Easy, easy, easy. I love your pick. Very bold. Um, and I love the fact that you brought up Vita Vea. All right, he, he's, he's a stud. Yeah. He's a stud. 
I don't think the Packers are going to run the ball successfully. That's why everything I said was Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. But I think Aaron Jones has a really big day catching the football, like a really big day. It's going to be cold up there. The guy's not going to want to tackle. Like you said, no Winfield. Who's the enforcer back there? Devin White. But Devin White and Levante David, man. Yeah. They shut Kamara down last week in the passing those, those game. Those guys going to be I, I, dropping I, I, back trying to get uh, Devontae Adams, try to slow him down. And They could be. Yeah, they could. And if you, if you recall, back in week six, that was Devontae Adams' first week back, right? He was kind of it was on his a first week back, basis, right? And I think they drove down. He had five catches, something like five catches for fifty yards on the first drive. Then really didn't do anything after that. He he wants to make a statement too. I keep talking about making a statement. He wants to be called that number one receiver in the league, and he's looking at a team that contained him. I think he goes off him, Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers. I think it's gonna be too much. But I just wanted to comment on that. E, I love the Vita Vega. Yeah. Uh, comment he's gonna be a stud they're not gonna Packers aren't gonna run the ball well they're not but no I don't know I don't know man it's a really it's a true toss-up I like in my gut or not not my gut but necessarily but like my heart like thinking football wise I got the Packers but logically like really looking at it I think Tampa's the more round team I think I think they're the more complete team I wanted I wanted to add Um, something too um I believe it was like the 2017 NBA Finals, and I'm a, I'm gonna go there. Some people they don't like to cross uh, sports, but I think it was the 2017 Eastern Conference Finals. Excuse me, um, that it was like uh, Cleveland versus Boston. Steve, help help me, e if y'all remember it, but yeah, it was Cleveland versus Boston. It was Game Seven. It was Jason Tatum. You know this young phenom might have been his rookie year. Um, versus, you know, LeBron in his last season in Cleveland. Um, it just, it really feels like at times when I think about this game, I can kind of see like the same thing going on with Tom here. And I think the two are comparable, you know, because being, you know, pretty much considered the GOAT at their sports. But I just remember LeBron really carrying carrying them in that game and the cameras just could not leave him after after the game it was just like this guy is literally the best guy on the court and there's nothing Boston can do about it even though they probably deserved it or whatever the case was like as much as you wanted to be a fan of the young Jason Tatum all of that stuff it was just like this guy is that much better than everybody and then they went up to face a giant in in your Warriors E that was just too much for him but it's kind of similar here. Does does Tom get to another Super Bowl, you know, even though that giant in Kansas City, they they'd clearly be the favorite if that if that game were to happen, but obviously it doesn't mean that they would win. It kind of had that feel. So I'm I'm with you on that, E. However, I wanted to go back. I have that feel of when Steven was so confident in when it comes to the playoffs, like Come up with a formula and stick to it. And with this formula, Green Bay's up two to one. They're the more consistent team. Overall, the feel is in their favor with it being in Lambeau, having some fans, being beat as badly as they were, having the MVP. I'm talking about being beat as badly as they were in the regular season by Tampa Bay. So that motivation right, right. factor. 
um, having the having the um, MVP on their team, pretty much. I just I want to stick to that plan. I really do, and that's that's what's given me more confidence in this Green Bay pick. I hear you. I mean, it's going to be a heck of a game. I think. I, I think it's a true toss-up game. I can't wait to watch it. My wife, my uh, wife is even excited to watch it. <laughs> I know. I mean, just to kind of prelude, I'm not going to give away my pick for the next game, but I want an All-State Farm Super Bowl. <laughs> I want, I want the Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers commercials to be going off. I want those two to be That'd in be it. Crazy, wouldn't it? Yeah. So. Let's get to the Hold next on, game. Well, let's kick well, it over. Before we, before we Wait, get into ahead. that, let's 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 make a few prop bets here. I think that that's that'd be okay. a little interesting. I want to ask you both, whoever whoever wants to take the take it first, go ahead. But let's start oh, off with Aaron that. Aaron Rodgers forty pass attempts over under. Forty pass I got over. attempts. Pass attempts over. Easy. They gotta they gotta throw the Easy. ball. Easy. You're not gonna run the ball right. thirty times against Tampa Bay. Okay. No. Okay. Aaron sixty offensive plays, they'll run it twenty times maybe. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers three hundred passing yards over under. Over. Over. Easy. Wow. Over. You guys aren't even thinking about that. Easy. Yeah. They're not gonna be able to run. I mean, yeah, they're gonna throw it. Devontae Adams, two receiving touchdowns. Ooh. Actually, no, we'll go one and a half. One and a half receiving touchdowns over under. I'll take the over on it. I like the over too, man. <laughs> I really do. Then they got yeah, Murphy Bunting and Carlton Davis, man. There's no way. All right. I like that. Marquez Valdez Scantling and Alan Lazard, both of them together, one and a half receiving touchdowns over under. 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 All right. Now for Tampa Bay, Chris Godwin, six catches over under. Oh, that's a high number. We'll go. We'll, we'll go. That's we'll go tough, five and a half. Man. We'll go five and a half. I got six. Then I'll give him six on the dot. Yeah, I'll be like, yeah, I'll go. I'll go over. I I think it will be minimum yardage though. I, I think it'll be it'll be about six, seven catches for about seventy yards. Okay. Tom Brady, over under 300 passing yards. I got under. Yeah, I'm going to go under as well. I think they're going to run the ball well. All right. And last one, Rob Gronkowski, over under half a receiving touchdown. Oh, yeah. He getting in the end zone today. I think under. Uh, Cam Brate has actually been running more routes than Rob Gronkowski. I'm, I'm, I'm going with the under. Finally, I we like have Pam Bray to score before Gronkowski. That's the first time you guys have disagreed. Finally, it's true. Gronk has more uh, red zone targets, I think, though. But yeah, they they throw to Bray more. I thought that was going to be more throughout difficult. the the twenties. But you guys flew through that. Yeah, it's. I think it's very predictable game, man. Yeah. Like Aaron's going to throw a lot. Tampa Bay's going to try to run the ball a lot, control the game. That's how it's going to go. All right, I'm excited. I like that. Uh, I like this little over under segment, Dom. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. We got it with uh, we got it with Kansas City Buffalo. I got a list of things too. Who wants to? 
Steve, you want to dive into that game first? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I do not like the Kansas City Chiefs. Let me throw that out there. As a Broncos fan, um, you guys know, you guys know me for quite some time now. I'm a devoted Broncos fan. I do not want to see them in the Super Bowl again. I'm going to just go out and say it. But with that being said, they're, they're just too talented of a team. And um, it was very similar to last year. Their defense started playing really well in the playoffs. I think their defense um, their defense is going to carry them this game. I don't know how. I do not know how. But I think they'll take the ball away a couple times. I think Mahomes will struggle having limited practice throughout the week. Um he will struggle early. Their defense is going to have to make some plays to keep them in the game. And I think around late third quarter, fourth quarter, Mahomes is just going to show out. Um, I was telling you guys earlier, I love, I love, love, love Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill combined to score over two and a half touchdowns. Sorry if that ruined your uh, over-under, one of your <laughs> over-unders, Dom. But I love them in this game. Um the Buffalo Bills defense has been shredded all year long. You know it. I know it. We all know it. Yeah. Um, Last week was was a fluke. It was a yeah yeah. It was definitely a fluke. But what that does, it allows for Buffalo Bills to do what they want to do, which is throw the ball fifty million times a game. Which is why this right. game is going to be so exciting because there's going to be picks. Yep. There's going to be touchdowns. There's going to be spectacular catches. There's superstars on both offenses. Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley is a star. You got Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. Um, Sammy Watkins is supposed to be a game-time decision. I doubt he'll play, but it's just so much fireworks on both offenses. I'm really excited about this game. Not as much as the first game, though, because it's two goats going against each other, but we're looking at two very fine young uh, quarterbacks who really are transcending Mahomes, obviously. But Josh Allen really took a step forward this year. And I've talked on a previous podcast with you guys about just how much I like uh, Josh Allen, not only because he was, uh, led me to a fantasy championship, but because Ooh. he hurt the naysayers and he, he became a very accurate quarterback. Um, so I like the Kansas City Chiefs, but it's going to be a lot of fireworks. It's going to be a very exciting game. If I had to call a score, I like Kansas City – 31 to 24. I want to go with more points. I really do. But uh, playoff game, defense are going to be amped up. I think it'll be um, a little, it'll be under 60 points. But I, I do like the, the fireworks. In the Dom, I want to jump in because you're the resident Bills Mafia supporter. <laughs> So I want to have some suspense since I kind of already gave away what I want my Super Bowl to be. I do have the Chiefs winning this game. Pat Mahomes, Patty, as I call him, he has a little turf toe problem. I've had turf toe. I had it in college. I had some toe issues. And I saw his. I saw what he did, and I'm not overly concerned about it whatsoever. He's going to be able to run. He's going to be able to run pretty fast, too. He's not going to be able to accelerate. That's the one thing. So he'll be able to push off, and once he's running, he'll be fine. So I'm not worried about that. Um, so I'm not really worried about the Chiefs winning. 
And I like the Chiefs matchup. I do. And it's like Steven was saying, he likes teams in the playoffs that can run the ball. Well, just like the Bucks, I think they're going to run the ball better. The Chiefs can clearly run the ball better. And it's going to set up a, a, a much easier, fluid offense for the Chiefs today, yeah. it, opposed to the Bills, where Frank Clark, Chris Jones, uh, I can't even pronounce the Capasone, <laughs> Tona Capasone guy's last name. He's, he's pretty good, too. And then I like Sorison. I like uh, Thornhill, the UVA kid. I like Matthew, of course, Brashad Breland, and uh, Charvarius Ward, whatever his name is. Um, it's, a, it's a pretty good secondary. They're talented. They don't play well all the time, but they're talented. So I like the matchup. And, I mean, that's really all there is to say. I, I think last week the Ravens, they shot themselves in the foot. Greg Roman tried to do their that first drive. They were moving the ball, and Greg Roman tried to do like play action pass on first down, and he got sacked for like 15 yards, and they were going to score a touchdown. And then the wind was whipping everywhere, and Justin Tucker missed the field goal. And then it was 10 to three. They were going to go down and score the game. It was a 14 point swing. I mean, that was really it was just just an anomaly, man. And the Bills. They kind of make me feel like the Titans in a way. I think they're really overvalued. I think people thinking they're like a lot better than what they actually are. Josh Allen's playing well, but that defense is still not good. I got the Chiefs borderline running away with this thing. I'll go 34 to 24, maybe a late Buffalo touchdown. And that that's my prediction, Dom. What do you got? Bills, my. <laughs> no way are you serious He's going to lose today <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, i'm proud of them for winning and um helping me in in the unofficial standings that we have but yeah from the beginning of this season this has just been two i'm getting straight into the three components the three big things we look at for the playoffs overall vibe Kansas City, from the beginning of the year, has had everybody's attention of repeat champions. It's just been that. Let's just be honest. That's what everyone has thought. I don't care that Steve's a Broncos fan. If he doesn't agree with that, he's lying to you. Raider fans, Charger fans, whomever. It's been, yo, this team is probably going to be the one seed in the AFC, probably going to run through the regular season, and most likely they'll probably win the AFC conference. That's how it feels. That's the overall vibe. As far as consistency, they've been the most consistent team in the NFL. Buffalo not far behind them. We'll give them that credit. Um, They haven't lost since the Hale Murray. And, yeah, they lost to the Chiefs earlier. It was a decent game. But running the ball – We've touched on a little bit. Obviously, Kansas City a little bit better statistically and with the eye test. Look at this. Buffalo, I went back and looked. They handed the ball off to Zach Moss or Devin Singletary last week nine times. Both of them combined. That's ridiculous. And then against Indianapolis, both of them combined ten times. I mean, the run game is just literally non-existent up there in Buffalo. Kansas City, they don't run it, they don't run it much either, but you still give them the nod. They get the nod in all three areas. So I'm with you, E. It could be a little bit of a runaway. However, I'm going to be a little bold here, 
and my score is 29-25 Kansas City. I might be a little short on the points, but because of the turf toe that you brought up and a little bit of the familiarity with the teams, I think it's going to play in the defense's favor since they've already played once this season. I'm going to be bold here, though, to say that Buffalo scores a late touchdown with under a minute or so to go, and they have to onside kick it <clears throat> and try and create a little bit of yeah. expen- uh, suspense. Right. But 29-25, I got Kansas City going back to the Super Bowl for the second straight year and keeping the Lamar Hunt trophy in the uh, in the Chiefs' kingdom, which is the Chiefs' original <laughs> founder, uh, so, yeah, I got Kansas City winning. Actually, uh, one more thing. I wanted to give Daryl Williams a shout-out because he actually looked good last week against Cleveland. Um, yeah. So they really might have the edge running. And um, I got a few prop bets for you all if you're ready. Okay. We're going to start with Buffalo. We're going to go Josh Allen over under 49-and-a-half rushing yards. Hmm. That's tough, man. That's a good number. I'll go over. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under. I, I like the speed of the front seven for Casey. I'm going to go under. Okay. Finally, I got one to make you guys think. Um, Josh <laughs> Allen, over under two and a half total touchdowns. Oh, Over for sure. I'm going to go under again. I think he's going to have two. Right at two? He'll, he'll have two. and With rushing touchdowns, too? One. I'm going to go two. Okay. All right. Stefan Diggs, over under six and a half receptions. Over. Okay. Stefan Diggs, over under 99 and a half receiving yards. Over. Over. Pretty easy. All right. So, just this is to say why I said under two touchdowns for Josh Allen. I think the Bills are going to move the ball well. But like I said, I think KC defense are going to get two turnovers to keep KC in the game. So, if I would have said like three or four, it would have been contradicting my two turnovers by uh, KC. But sorry, my fault. I didn't mean to interrupt. All good. No. Patrick Mahomes over under. Three and a half total touchdowns. Ooh. I'll go under. I like a rushing touchdown by Clyde Edwards or uh, Daryl Williams. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over. Ooh. Yeah, I'm gonna go over. I think I think he gets all four of their touchdowns. Three in the air, one rushing. Like I said, Kelsey and Hill are gonna combine for three. Four touchdowns and a field goal gets to my 31. I, I like the over. All right. Patrick Mahomes over under 349 and a half passing yards. I got under. I got I got over, man. I, I don't trust the Buffalo <laughs> Bills defense. I don't, I don't. I don't. I'm going to go over. Oh, man. Let's go. Let's go to Steve's favorite. He already alluded to it. We're gonna go Tyreek Hill first. Over under one and a half total touchdowns. Over me. <laughs> I'm gonna pick Excuse the me. over 
Uh, he's going to catch one of those shovel passes from Mahomes for one, and he's going to catch a 50-yard bomb for the other. <laughs> <laughs> I got under. I got one touchdown for him. All right. Travis Kelsey, same thing, over under one and a half total touchdowns. I'm going to go under, but I think he has a monster game with catches and yardage. I'll go under as well. All right, last one. Tyron Matthew, the Honey Badger, over under half an interception. Yeah, that's a tough one. Oh, man. I'm going to go under, but I think he gets a sack this game. I like him blitzing off the edge and tracking Josh Allen down. So I'm going to go under with the interception, but I think he gets a sack. I don't think Josh Allen has had an interception in a while, right? Did uh, did he have an interception in the Colts game? Mm, let me check real quick. I think he's due for one. I'll go over. Over for the Honey Badger. I'll give him an interception. Definitely a turnover. He's going to force a fumble, scoop a fumble, or uh, get an interception for I sure. Agree. So, no, Josh Allen has not thrown an interception yet this playoffs. Yeah, he's due, man. You don't throw that many passes. and he, He's, going he's not Aaron Rodgers. today, I'm telling you. <laughs> that's all I got, fellas, man. Um, um, that's all the prop bets. It seems like we're going to have – over a hundred pass attempts in both games here with <laughs> with these quarterbacks. It's gonna be exciting. I'm trying to tell you. Championship Sunday sometimes is almost more fun for me than Super Bowl Sunday. You know, because you got you got a double whammy in this and the slate t- today. I mean, this one's really good though. We haven't had two really good games in a while. Yeah, we really haven't. That that New Orleans L.A. Rams one with the blown P.I. call. And then Kansas City, New England, that was that was a really that fun was really one. good. That was really good. Yeah, th- those two are good. That's true. But wait, who did the Panthers play the year the Broncos beat Brady and the Cardinals? They beat the Cardinals to death. Um, Obliterated them. Yeah. So. Well, man, I'm excited for the games. I can't wait. To break down the Super Bowl as well. That'll be our last show for the 2020 season. That's right. Yeah. Anybody else got anything to say? God bless America. God bless football. <laughs> Thanks to all the viewers. Let's go enjoy these four. This is almost like a Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks today. Let's go enjoy it. Yeah. I hear you. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Thanks.